All right, what you guys just heard is the prologue and the first couple of uh, episodes to, or the first uh, action sequence to Dragon Heist with a lot of different, so you can actually, I wanna let you guys know, you can probably buy this book after because there's gonna be massive amount of changes. So you'll read a completely different story. It's really cool. Um, um, so starting off, uh, uh, Justin, tell me, tell me your thoughts on the very first thing we did in this um, in this adventure. Uh, so, for anyone who doesn't remember, uh, we sat down, <laughs> shot the shit, and then Jared, uh, George tells us to check our emails. We all have completely new character sheets. We have no idea what the fuck's going on. We all spent time building up these characters, um, and there were a bunch of dwarves uh, in a cave with a dragon completely unexpectedly and uh and and it's just and first words out of jordan's mouth are roll for initiative yeah, yeah. it's on at that point it's on um yeah uh, so 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 i mean i know obviously there's a little bit of a shock and awe with it which is my attempt so um you get the new character sheet, you open it up, and what, what's the first thing that you start looking at, <laughs> like, at your character? That's what uh, I want to know. Like, where do your eyes first go to? Is it your modifier, your strength scores, your attack? What is it that, that you did first? It was, for me, it was uh, quick glance at the modifiers, quick glance at the equipment, uh, looked at any uh, abilities and feats. I saw I had two-weapon fighting. I looked up the definition of two-weapon fighting. <laughs> And I'm of like, course okay, you did. I got this. I know what I'm doing. What I'm doing is running the fuck away. <laughs> so yeah, your character uh, uh, decides to to get out of dodge. Once I think I described to you the cavern and that there's alcoves of gold. I actually thought Justin's gonna want to go for the gold, and uh, uh, I wasn't wasn't really prepping for that. Uh, Costa, what was your first impression of this adventure? And and uh, when when I did that to you guys. Um, what did you do? I kind of went, oh crap, because <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't, I was kind of prepared to play my paladin, like, kind of like ease into this, and then we got dumped into a massively different scenario than I expected. Uh, I ran, ran with it, you know? Yeah. I like the, I like the dwarf character, but I, I did not expect to be a fighter. So <laughs> that's where my eyes went first. I went to like, your okay, stats? I'm a fighter. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, okay, at least, you know, it's straightforward. Swing some swords. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was really, really uh, into, like, the dragon, like, being on the offensive. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. He was he was pretty aggressive on uh, this dragon. He was trying to he was trying to manage the situation of five dwarves attacking it nonstop, some connecting, some not. But no matter who you are, like, as a, if you're one big bad – and you have five characters or five of anything. I mean, you're outnumbered, even though they're they're smaller. Um, so, Brian, I'm asking, like, what was your initial thought at the beginning of the adventure? And then when you got the email with your new character, where did your eyes go first uh, on the sheet? Like, what do you? What's your gut instinct when you get like a into a situation like that? Well, you know, going into this, first of all, you're like, it's George, so. Expect the unexpected. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you. Clearly, that's uh, that's what happened. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, you know, you, you spent time kind of creating this character. You're trying to be prepared for it. 
And, uh, and then, yeah, now you're staring down the, uh, you know, barrel of a new character sheet and, uh, trying to see abilities. You have three minutes. Actually, pretty good exercise. You know? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. So where, where did your eyes go to first on the character sheet? Uh, first for me was, um, weapons, I think. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cause the, the easiest thing to do is swing a weapon. You can start. <laughs> learn the other things later you know what kind of other abilities so yeah then after weapons was uh, you know kind of what special feats or you know uh abilities the character had yeah that's cool so um since i obviously i'll talk a little bit about um so i thought about for a very long time as we were prepping for this uh it's gonna obviously some things are gonna change from what the module has and this was one that i wanted to like i wanted to come in disorient you guys big time and also, also like you're in, you're already in it. Like it's, it's almost like in a movie where you see the first scene is like a car chase or, you know, you, you're just already in it. And what do you do? What's your gut? And I also try to keep the tempo up with, uh, with what you had to do. We have five characters. I mean, we had to like, it was going to get boring if we didn't get, if we didn't get right into it. So I think that that was a cool, did you feel that sense of urgency or was there a low, um, with the, the three minutes, the three minutes was great. Yeah. Like you yeah. give us three minutes to look at it. I'm like, oh, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> and uh, that was really good. And then just jumping right into it, knowing that we had what seemed to be a fairly unwinnable. Like you, anytime you say dragon, I'm like, it, it's yeah. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. No, your uh, and your pace was good. Actually, I didn't even, I didn't even really, um, and this may be a credit to you. I didn't even realize realize that we were in combat with so many uh, players. Um, it did go very quickly, uh, and then part of maybe trying to read your character sheet in between uh, that kind of helps. Yeah, that's know, right, right. Until yeah. like, 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 I right, clearly call action. out your name, you know, it's not your turn, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was so, definitely reading my character yeah, sheet. Yeah, absolutely. More than listening to what other people were doing. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. I was so trying to figure out a way. So, so how I thought it was going to end was that I was going to knock everybody unconscious, and then you guys would be getting saving throws to see if you uh, hit back to one and maybe revive. But man, Justin, oh, he was going to focus his full attention on the dwarf trying to steal his gold. So I, I, I was. I wasn't sure if I was going to get... Okay, so I... First move, I back back the hell away and try and make it make a, a beeline for the treasure because shiny metal objects. Yeah. Just shiny metal objects. Um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to get out of there or if I was going to become enemy number one. <laughs> and you, you touch a dragon's treasure and that is it. Yeah. Um, Fortunately, I, I ended up outside of most of the AOE attacks. But man, the frightening thing—the frightening presence was a killer. Yeah, absolute killer. Um, I thought that was a good. That's one of the thing. I kind of homebrewed this dragon. I made some modifications to it, obviously, but I thought that was good uh, ability for him to have because you're you're facing five characters. You know, like yeah, you gotta. It was a good way to kind of like pause for a second to to catch up in case. Things were going uh, um, bad, yeah. and and he started using that a, a, a good bit. Otherwise, we would have just mashed him. We would have just mashed him. I always see Jared and, and Scott had to jump off, um, but uh, 
them being not afraid to just dive in there and get around and through and stare down the dragon, uh, I think was was really cool. Uh, Getting in there is one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Scott had an affinity for uh, going in between the dragon's legs and trying to get him in his weak spot. Let's just say that. Ultimately successful. Ultimately successful, yes. So um, I would say my favorite part of that section, if we want to talk about it, uh, our favorite parts of that, that first part was the fact that Costa, we've never done death saving throws in the year and a half I've played with, really? uh, with you guys. Uh, there just hasn't been a situation that I remember, that I remember. We could have, but I wasn't familiar with it at all. Nice. All of the DMs are way too nice. Okay. You're setting the bar <laughs> at an appropriate level. So when I was when I texted you guys the picture of me reading like the hit point zero and I was like kidding, kidding, kidding. No, I was studying. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's an interesting aspect, right? And so Costa yeah. Uh, makes these saving throws, and I, I wrote it down here. Was I mean three in a row, right, Costa? Like you? Yeah, I made three in a row. Three in a row saving, which was uh, above uh, ten in D twenty, and uh, you revive up to one hit point, and you're the one who freaking slaves the dragon, which you started prone on the ground and the claws kind of on you. So that was uh, that was pretty pretty awesome. Uh, there. What was your point of clarification? Costa spend any time not on his back except for that final swing? I did. I was up, right? Yeah, so he, he was up. He lifted the claw up and he, the dragon got up, right. right? You you got up and then he knocked you down and then you got up and then he killed you. Yeah. Or, and then you you saved and then you got up and you killed him. <laughs> yes, and, and, at which point there was a spray of blood on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And a big whoosh, um, which was... Uh, Right, so the only thing I could think at that point was, when am I going to get some of that gold that Justin's collecting for me? Obviously, because he's such a good friend. <laughs> Obviously. Um, uh, so, so, Brian, what was your favorite part of that first part? And we'll talk about the second part here. Um, actually, I had a, it was had a, uh, the interesting dilemma of trying to decide whether to, um, to uh, pick up your fallen brethren or attack. Um, and initially went to went to pick up the you know pick Costa up, but then uh, but then yeah, it sort of just starts to make sense. You're like, well, yeah, he's you know, gonna kill me in one turn or kill us both in one turn. Yeah, we must take it out. So and I don't know that I've been in a situation like that before. Usually, you know, you try to yeah, you do the healing potion. You guys had none of that stuff. There was yeah. this is scrapped together our ragtag group and and uh, um. Um, we'll learn, maybe in the future we'll learn more about them. Maybe not. You'll never see them again. What, um, what was, Costa, what was your favorite part? Was it slaying the dragon or what? I've been trying to do that for like, uh, I tried to do that for like five straight games before I finally did it. You did it on uh, one of your first couple of games. <laughs> my my uh, favorite part was um, definitely getting the, the piquito. Getting the piquito on it. And then uh, I would say, actually, like the first part, yeah, uh, that was all about the uh, the damage to the toe. Damage. Oh yeah, that's right. You had you had a fixation on the toe, and you yeah, were connecting the with the toe pretty consistently. Uh, yeah. That was awesome for that first part. Uh, Justin, what was your favorite part of this first part of our adventure, Janet? Um, 
And my favorite part was the fact that I couldn't hit the side of a barn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and which was appropriate because you're stuffing gold in your pants. If you would have also turned around and nailed the dragon, that would have just it, been like <laughs> it was. It was the the dice knew exactly how to roll. Yeah, it was. And, like, I'm occupied you. stuffing things in my pants and and like blindly shooting in the general direction of this of this the, thing yeah, while yeah. my my patriots are laying on the floor knocked out. <laughs> um, yeah. That was awesome. It was appropriate. So, so you you guys obviously survived that section, and it's um, you don't you don't know what it is yet. You know, was it a flashback? Was it a present? Was it a future thing? We don't know yet. But um, then you appear in uh, where most D and D adventures start, right? We're at the yawning portal, and uh, there's some kind of conflict going on in the yawning portal that draws your attention. Almost everybody kind of moves towards it. Except Justin's character, Ghani, which is a turtle druid. First, Justin, tell me what a turtle druid is and something about your character. We actually didn't do that. This was like super fast paced. I don't know if I was the only one, but these two hours flew by for me. Well, guys, you know, we're druid. <laughs> just like to take the world that comes to him. And, you know, just a blur for a little while before he gets involved. <laughs> He's a thinker. He's just hard to, you know, rile up. <laughs> you, you, you look at things and you look at the balance of the world and you say, you know, what does this little one little blood sucking sturge mean to me? <laughs> yeah, so, okay. And you're staying in character, so you get points for that. Um, um, so yeah, you're in the yawning portal. There's some kind of conflict. You guys can move towards that. I love that. Uh, okay. So you could feel a little bit of the veteranness come out of like Brian and Jared where they're like, we're not going to immediately rush into this. <laughs> and then you see Scott and Jared try to pummel their way into this situation. You Scott's, know? Scott's opening line is, I stand up and I try to intimidate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> who? <laughs> Scott, who were you trying to... Proud of people, I will intimidate. I have an aura of intimidation. Um, uh, one orc, I will intimidate. <laughs> I mean, it fits the character. Yeah, absolutely. Half, half work fighter, I love it. Um, and then, uh, Ghani kind of just, true to his character, kind of sits on the, the table. And, um, so you see this weird interaction of this, uh, 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 one half-orc lady, Yagra, versus this, um, this, this, uh, bunch of human figures, and they're kind of into the fight. Uh, I remember Costa trying to get in it, <laughs> and trying to kind of break it up. Um, and then, uh, I remember Smash kind of getting involved in there a little bit, and Jared as well. But uh, eventually it's broken up. Ghani kind of breaks it up with his magic, right? You kind of ensnare everybody in the situation um, with what? Vines or something? Um, just an intending. Uh, nothing too fancy. Yeah. Um, but I just figured it would get everyone's attention. Oh, I was curious. The Those those characters disappeared. Are they going to come back? Are they going to come back? <laughs> um, you should definitely pay attention to these little side things that happen. Uh, I mean, I sure. have a lot of notes already. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I love that you took notes. That's pretty cool. Well, you 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 spent some time on this tattoo, so I figured, yeah. you know, 
Nice, dude. Let me, let me do the tattoos out. Oh, <laughs> yes. Wow. That is so cool. Um, um, yeah, there was just some perception there. There's a, a guy with a tattoo, a special kind of tattoo. Uh, the half work checks out the half work and sees where her tattoo is, <laughs> and then, uh, which I thought was appropriate. And then, um, then Dernan, you know, kind of after you ensnare them, kind of breaks this up. And somebody from the back of the room, I guess everybody's focused on this this event happening. Nobody sees. Or realizes till there's a, a troll coming out of the the big hole in the ground that people go um, down into adventuring from uh, into Undermountain. So he comes out. Uh, everybody scatters except you guys. And Dernan, uh, um, you know, sees that this troll came out and these sturges, these bat rat creatures that love love to to kind of uh, um, just suck people's blood. Um, kind of comes out. He vaults over the 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 bar and um, kind of calls you guys into action. So he points you guys specifically out. Did you like that? Like, did you feel like that was a, a cool scenario, or um, you know, what were your thoughts on that costume? Yeah, I like that. You know, we got uh, pulled in by the NPCs, if you will, to like be part of the uh, the events that were going on. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought the uh, the classic failure of my, my character to once again do anything useful uh, was was a, a low point, but, but a fun point. <laughs> but a fun point, yeah. Because uh, because uh, the Sturges fly off this troll and they start t attacking the characters individually, or you kind of move in the direction. Some of them move towards you, some of them are in your vicinity, and he points for you to take care of them, and then uh, he gets Brian's character, Dervish, to, um, to help him attack this big troll, um, and um, everybody is pretty successful with their Sturges, except Dalgrave, the half-elf paladin. The Sturge is not a really strong character, but what it does is if it attacks you, it actually attaches itself to you, which is scary as heck. And all of a sudden, this little nothing character, like little nothing beast, becomes a big hindrance and he Costa was the only one he attached himself to and at the beginning of its turn if um Costa is not able to uh, uh the character is not able to remove it it drains a lot of damage 1d4 plus 3 blood loss it's kind of crazy how, how, how do I not bleed out at what point do I bleed out <laughs> well because it, it brought you close twice then you got healed up once by uh who did the healing touch or oh, Ghani did Ghani um, did Donnie yeah. did, did the healing touch, and you're failing on every attempt to remove this thing. And then uh, Jared's character comes involved, and uh, this is something that I kind of did on the spot where he can't just come, Jared can't just come and grab the thing up. There's a character flailing back and forth, there's a thing attached to his neck, and so he attempts to do that, and he, he fails at that uh, dexterity check, I think it was, and um, then begins to almost hurt custom. <laughs> And that was a, that was a nice touch, by the way. Yeah. Like adding that challenge in. Yeah, yeah, because I want to kind of keep realistic. it realistic. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think... that, that was that was the right way to do it. I think. Yeah, I was, I was glad you did it that way. And now it's just uh, Dalgrave and Elo both trying to get this thing off and both failing. So you're pulling your own hair. Uh, Jared's character is pulling your hair, and you're in this weird situation while these other guys are taking care of the troll. And uh, they, they're very successful with him. Then they get involved and Smash Vandal comes 
uh, into save the day and, and kills this thing off your neck. Um, you are then uh, kind of just, you get up from all this craziness and, uh, and Valo kind of, I mean, um, Dernan congratulates everybody and then you're approached by this character, Valo. So uh, for this part, what was your what was your favorite part of this, uh, uh, Brian? Um, your character yeah, did I mean, a bunch like, of stuff too, so uh, I'm sorry I skipped on that part, but yeah, I, I really liked Dernan coming out. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, two of us are we're, are somewhat reluctant to, to jump in other people's business or fight. Um, so it was a good way to. It was a good, like, realistic way to, to bring characters into something they wouldn't normally jump into. Mm. Um, I just, I don't know, kind of a, after DMing, I'm starting to appreciate those little little things. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I've never played a rogue before, um, so I'm not really an athletic, uh, dexter, you know, dexterous character. So it's kind of cool to do the whip thing. And, the uh, double-handed yeah, whip. <laughs> yeah, the whip was uh, cool. I thought that was a cool yeah. weapon choice. I thought it was kind of neat. I don't know. It was something different to, to play with. So oh, I absolutely, I absolutely love it. Got lots of ideas for that. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be good, man. I think so yeah. down the road. Uh, Costa, real quick, what was your favorite part of this second part of the adventure? I, I like the uh, the tension, the uh, the absolute chaos, and everyone trying to like save me from myself. <laughs> My ineptitude. I, I honestly come from a very long line of failures of Calvinism. <laughs> Uh, I, I think it's going to be pretty funny for the rest of the campaign that my hair will be really, really out of whack. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to visit a barber <laughs> at some point. Uh, my favorite part, I think my favorite part was the, um, they never, the, the action kept coming. Like, something happens and something happens, something happens. It was like almost, like, hard to get your bearings. Yeah. What was going on? I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but it's like almost too much happened where I'm like, okay, wait. Where are those guys that were there before? They cleared out. Okay, so they're gone, but now the troll is dead. Where's the troll? What's going on with the troll's body? You know, like, I'm curious, like, where we go from there. Yeah. Um, let, let that be a theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I have my way. Um, um, and so, uh, well, I'll definitely, my thoughts in the future is definitely want to keep it, um, I want to keep it balanced, but... You know, my intentional choice is we all have lives. Two hours is pretty good every two weeks to devote to this. Uh, and if we could get a good schedule going, it'll be really cool and worth it. And it's going to be worth it for you guys. Justin, tell me your favorite part. The total so, deal. So on that, on, on the previous note, I'm actually really curious to see how you do keeping it to two hours. Because you got two uh, sections in, in two hours, which I was really impressed by. Like the fact that you, it's like you've got... You, you hit it right on the nose for two hours, which I was really impressed um, that you managed to pull off having tried to do something similar and completely failed at it. So props to you on that one. Hey. Um, favorite part, I have to say, uh, when when Brian's like, yeah, I just sit here and, and roll dice. Um, <laughs> so so this will probably come out more later on, but uh, Ghani is, he's, he's yes. somewhat become addicted to gambling uh, <laughs> so that's so, that's gonna play in the future for sure yeah so, so i'm like i'm like ooh, ooh, what's going on over there i could i could go and attack a troll or i could go gamble yeah go gamble troll, 
oh, I love that that part yeah. of your character. I, what what do I do here? I I I legitimately almost just went over and sat down uh, <laughs> with Brian's character and like forget those guys. Forget those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, definitely, uh, definitely a gambler. I've got the uh, the lucky feet. It's uh, yeah, that'll play well with each other in the future. That's cool. I see some things developing already that I, are fun. I, I so I actually I have some ways to work around that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool um I'm, ve- I'm very excited about where it leads um i was uh watching a youtube video a lot of a lot of stuff let me just tell you i listened to i'm not gonna name the 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 adventure but somebody is running through this campaign as well and they're recording it and it was it's got awful <laughs> and uh you know nothing against them because it's you know it's hard to it's hard to DM again, but you guys are awesome because you guys kept me on my toes the entire time. You were uh, sometimes you were rolling badly at the best op- absolute times, <laughs> and then uh, great, you know, at the uh, at the worst times that I wanted. So that's the part. Like it's a give and take with the DM and their plan, and the story and its plan, and then you guys and your plan. So uh, it's a it, it, this one came together. It's almost. I would say almost exactly what I, I had envisioned to do. So, well, we will strive to fuck it up for you. In the yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, I am so ready to slam this book closed and just <laughs> freaking go crazy. Um, because uh, you know, there's gonna be, uh, um, I think, a balance of, of things like, uh, and we're gonna try some different things, you know, uh, in the future, some open world things and, and things like that. So, um, not to spoil too much. I am very excited to see if we get some sandbox time in, in Waterdeep. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, um, you're, you're thinking about this, really preparing for it, George. So I appreciate all that. That's really yeah. cool. You think about it so much. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, that takes a lot of work. Yeah, I, and uh, you know, you guys mentioned, but the parts where you know the pacing of it is very important to me over the two hours. So that's that's my primary thing. And then there's avenues in which I can slow things down or speed things up, and that's my control, right? As the DM to kind of. Help along with that and just uh, break rules once you know them. Hey, guys, thank you so much for hanging out, doing this little recap with me. I'm going to put it up, everything up, and then uh, share with you guys on Anchor. Uh, Kasi, if you don't have it, I'll send you the link so you can know where to listen to it. All right, guys. You need a good sign-off, George. I need a good sign-off. In this case, overall, the dragon has won. Let's just say that. The dragon has won. Dragon won Zero. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, have guys. a great one. Thank you.